Hi, I'm Natalie Mullen, former people pleaser and queen of doing way too much, turned holistic life coach and wellness educator for purpose-seeking women of color and allies. Welcome to From a Full Cup. On this podcast, I teach you how to use the 12 pillars of wellness to discover your purpose, up-level your well-being, and create the life of your dreams, because we all deserve to be fulfilled, and you simply can't pour from an empty cup. Through candid conversations, insightful interviews, and motivational nuggets, you'll feel inspired, empowered, and supported as together we navigate this thing called life, holistically and with your well-being at the center. If you're committed to personal development and you're ready for more, you're in the right place. Now let's get started. Hey y'all, this is the fifth episode. Oh yeah, high five. Get it? Five, fifth episode. And I also gave myself a high five. Anyways, yay me. So welcome back. I'm so grateful for anybody who is listening to this and continuing to listen to this because you don't have to. But I really do hope that the content is making a difference in your life, right? I think that as I continue to do this, it will get better and better. But honestly, for anybody out there that's listening, I appreciate you. And I thank you. All right. So last week I talked about relationships and something I find a bit difficult in doing these podcasts is coming up with a title because, you know, it's a lot of pressure. You want to make sure that the title represents what the episode is about. But I personally don't like those podcast titles that have like three or four topics all in one title because that's not a title. Um, You know, so anyways, my title last week was called Navigating Adult Relationships and Friendships. And that was a part of the podcast. But, you know, then I attended um, a women's networking event from the forum and the event was called Community and Connection. And I was like, oh, man, that's like a really good name. Maybe I should have called my episode that. And then I was like, should I go and change my episode name? Because I can change it on the podcast apps. But then I already put out my social media graphic on IG and LinkedIn. And I'm like, oh, now it's not going to match. People are going to think that I'm inconsistent. You know, these are the things that happen in my mind. These are the dilemmas. Anyways, whatever the title is, I hope that the message came across that it's so important for us to have relationships and connections with others and just be in community with others. Today's episode is just talking about tiredness. Why are you tired? Is this a season of tiredness? What can you do about the tiredness? What self-care tips can you practice to alleviate the tiredness? Okay, and before we get into this, I just want to take a moment. I'm going to call this the Action Activation Celebration. I don't know if that actually falls or not, but let's go with it for today. And I'm just going to shout out people who are doing the thing. If you know one quality about me, it's that I'm a doer. I love to get things done. So these people might be uh, my friends or just people I've talked to and, and had conversations with, or they might be clients of mine, or they might be podcast listeners who submitted an email or some kind of feedback to me. But basically, I'm celebrating people who are able to take action in some area of their life and move the needle forward. Because this is what excites me. This is what lights me up. This is what drives me and says, yes, let's keep going. And if you've taken action, please send me an email and let me know so that I can celebrate you. 
So anyways, for today, the actioner, is that a word? I'm going to make it a word. The actioner for today is Nyla. And Nyla started her Instagram page for her new eyebrows business. And I'm going to put a link to it in the show notes. And I'm just so proud of her. She had this idea and she was waiting for things to be perfect. And then we had a conversation. She's like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And next thing you know, the page was up. So, you know, just take action, my friends. Just take action. All right. So as I said, today we're talking about tiredness. And recently I've been feeling very tired. And there's a lot of different reasons why. I mean, I have a one and a half year old who is the king of switch-ups. So just a few nights ago, it was 11.30 p.m. at night. And this little boy was laughing and smiling and giggling away. And I said to him, do you realize it's 11.30 at night and you are not asleep? And guys, do you know that this little boy looked at me and said, yeah, I nearly dropped off my chair. Now, I don't know if he actually understood my question or not, but my husband and I just stared at him. We could not believe. Anyways, back to me being tired. I just realized I'm doing a lot right now, okay? Your girl is busy. And not like idle busy, like I'm doing things with no value, but like a very productive, deliberate, and intentional busy. And I was talking to my friend, Jaleesa, and she reminded me, Natalie, you're doing a lot. I have my speaking engagements, my wellness coaching. I'm currently enrolled in four courses. Why? I'm volunteering on two separate committees. I'm heavily involved in my union. I'm attending networking events and professional development workshops. I teach full-time, K to six. I'm a mom to an active little boy. I'm a wife, the daughter. The whole list continues. It's so many hats, I can't even remember. Now, as I said, all these things are on my plate strategically, and they all bring me great joy and align with the goals that I have for now and for my future. But at some point, your body gives out, and you have to take notice. So this weekend, I was at the hospital because my dad had been admitted. And he had gone to a specific room for an x-ray with a medical assistant, and I was sitting outside the room waiting for him to come back out. And I dozed off for what I think and hope was a few minutes, though I really can't be sure. Because when I woke up, the hall was completely empty. The x-ray room was also empty, and I had no clue where my dad was. When I explained to one of the nurses that I couldn't find my dad and that I had fallen asleep outside the x-ray room, she just gave me this look. And I was like, yep, I know. This is bad. I need to do better. And I need to adjust this tiredness. So this episode is as much for you as it is for me. We all use the word tired. A lot of us feel tired. But what is tiredness? Well, there's three types of tiredness. There's the physical tiredness. So this is just where your body gives out. You yawn a lot. You may fall asleep just randomly. You blink your eyes a lot and they keep closing on you. Things like that. Then you have mental tiredness. So this is when you're not alert. You're in a brain fog. You start to get sloppy. You start to make mistakes. You're not connecting all of the dots. Then you have emotional tiredness. This is when you feel drained. You're unable to take anything on other than neutral. So even if the situation is positive or negative, you just don't have the capacity to release that kind of emotion, especially if it's a negative situation. Now, from a wellness perspective, tiredness means that there's an imbalance in your life or your body. There are several risks of tiredness. The National Safety Council says that chronic sleep deprivation causes and reduce mental and physical functioning. 
You can experience weight gain, reduced immune system, imbalance of hormone levels, an impairment of judgment and concentration, a lowering of motivation, slowing reaction time, and increasing risk-taking behavior. So signs and symptoms of fatigue can be weariness, tiredness, sleepiness, including falling asleep against your will, irritability, reduced alertness, concentration, and memory, reduced ability to be productive, mentally tired, physically tired, lack of motivation, depression, boredom, giddiness, headaches, loss of appetite, digestive problems, and increased susceptibility to illness. Okay, so with that said, I want us to think about how are you feeling today? And I want you to pause and really think about that. Does anything feel off balance for you? In the area of tiredness, what do you notice? Do you feel tired? Do you feel exhausted? And maybe you're not sure, or you're not sure if that's the right word to use. So let me ask you, do you feel a lack of energy? Maybe you're cranky and you're making mistakes, you can't focus, you're taking longer to do things, you're snapping at the kids or just other people. Whatever the situation is, it's not bad, it's okay. If you're tired, it's okay. I get you, I see you, I am right there with you. Okay, it's just, it's just a reality, okay? So I don't want you to put a feeling to this, it's just we need to get an idea of where you're at. We're just taking a pulse. And so if you are tired, how is this tiredness affecting you? And why do you feel tired? Maybe it's impacting your motivation and willpower. Maybe it's impacting your overall mood and your desire to be present in your current relationships. Maybe you can't connect with people. Maybe it's impacting your ability for self-care. Maybe it's impacting your joy. So let me ask, if you felt less tired, how would this change or impact your life? What would you do differently? When we're thinking about disruptive wellness, we really need to understand, well, what's happening in our mind first? And there's some thoughts that we think about tiredness. Sometimes they're negative, though. So you might think, well, life is hard. You're supposed to be tired all the time. That's just a part of being an adult. And don't get me wrong, life has several hard moments. But I truly believe we were meant to have rest to have peace, and to have periods of slowness. Life is a cycle. Everyone needs that winter season, a time to slow down and recharge, a time where the water ebbs and then it flows again. Maybe your thought is that you shouldn't complain about being tired because someone else has it worse, or complaining about being tired is just being negative and it's a waste of energy. And I get that, and if you're super positive, like kudos to you. But there's nothing wrong with acknowledging the reality of the situation. I mean, if you're tired, you're tired. It's just it's just a word. Like, it's just a word that describes your current state. And sometimes I think we try to be so positive and so optimistic that we neglect our actual feelings. And it's as if our feelings and experiences don't matter. But they do. And we need to be able to step back and just look at a situation objectively and say, okay, this is the reality of what it is. And, you know, another thought is that, oh, you know, sleeping is lazy and you have to work hard. There's no time to rest. And a lot of times you can feel guilty about this because of your family members and maybe because of their perception around rest and work and productivity. 
And I'm not going to lie, I used to think a lot like this. After I graduated university and started working, I felt like the adult way of life was supposed to be the hustle, hustle, go, go, work hard till you accomplish your goals. And then you get to retire early and, you know, then you get to re- recover and that's when you get to rest. And you know what? I used to look at my husband who he would take naps in the middle of the day or after work and I'd be so confused and low-key upset. Like, how is this man sleeping when there's stuff to do around the house or businesses to work on or places to go? But honestly, I think deep down, I really was jealous because he had given himself that permission to nap. And somehow I couldn't give myself permission. I had put this pressure on myself that I just had to keep going, 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 that I had to always be working, always doing something. And that tiredness was just a part of being an adult. Maybe some of those thoughts resonated with you or maybe not. But once we understand what's going on in our minds, we then need to look to our reality. So what is holding us back in terms of our tiredness? We need to understand why are we tired? And the first thing you need to do is take an audit. And I want you to think of tiredness in seasons. So this season, this current season of tiredness, how long have you been tired for? And when is its anticipated completion? Is there an anticipated end? Like, for instance, the other day I had a weekend overnight speaking engagement, then I had a two-day leadership forum, and then I have my son. There was just a lot happening in that week. But I knew if I could just get to Saturday evening, things would slow down. But maybe it's a longer season. Maybe you're in school. I also remember being in grad school and writing on Facebook, can this thesis please die or self-destruct because I am a sincerely burnt out student. I got a lot of messages after that one. But after that final assignment had been submitted, I was finally able to slow down and welcome rest. And it was years before I ever felt that same level of tiredness again. Another question is, is it an unexpected or expected season? So sometimes you know, okay, this week coming up is going to be a little crazy, or this quarter at work is when we do our reporting and our financials. Or for teachers, like report card season, you already know. Don't don't talk to teachers, honestly, during report card season. It's not a good time and it's a universal experience. So just, you know, give them a little grace during that two, three week period. Okay, because teachers get very stressed during report card season. Maybe it's an unexpected season, like your kids just get sick out the blue. Oh my goodness. I could never have imagined how my child getting sick would throw me off so much in life. Or maybe the unexpected situation is that you have to take care of an ailing parent or a colleague at work quits and you're stuck with their load temporarily. Another question is, is the season for a specific reason? So maybe you're in grad school and it's supposed to be tough. It's supposed to be a bit stressful. Or you're raising young children or you just got a new job with a lot of responsibility right? There's a specific reason for your tiredness. Maybe you just started your own business. And entrepreneurs, let me tell you, it's a lot of work, okay? So after you've thought about the season of tiredness that you're in, I want you to evaluate the season of tiredness. Ask yourself, is this sustainable? Is it productive? Is it aligned to my goals? And if I died tomorrow, would it have been worth it? When you're thinking about disruptive wellness, I want you to think about what would it be like to just go to work and just daydream, to just lie down on grass and 
stare up at big white fluffy clouds and just dream. To be like a kid again. Or maybe just to take a piece of paper and just doodle. You know, as a teacher, one thing I love is that I get to see my students living that free, fun life. And sometimes they're sitting in your class and you can just tell. You can just look at them and you can see that they've gone somewhere in their mind. Like very far. Like they've gone into the Marvel multiverse and you're trying hard to bring them back. But at the same time, there's something so beautiful about that sense of rest and ease and space. They have space in their mind to dream, to explore, to create, to rest. So as I said right now, I'm also struggling with tiredness. And, you know, I've been taking all these espresso sods and iced coffee, hot coffee, five-hour energy, and I'm still tired. And so this is what's really causing me to be like, Natalie, you have to figure this out. So what are some ways that we can improve on our tiredness? So the first one is to reduce the load. What can we say no to? It's one of my favorite questions, especially when thinking about self-care. What can we decline? What can we cross off the list? What can we do less of? How can you slow down? Can you make a plan to stay in? That's something I do. Sometimes I say, you know what? It's Saturday. I'm not leaving the house and my foot cannot cross through that front door. Or maybe it's that you're going to outsource some of your responsibilities. Maybe it's you're going to get your groceries delivered to you. Or you're going to ask somebody to help you with some of the things that you need to get done, some of the errands you need to get done. Or maybe you're going to hire a babysitter to watch the kids so that you can just take some time for yourself and rest. And that time, you have to take the time for yourself. I, I remember several times I would finish work and I'd be so tired, I would leave my son at daycare because he's already there and I am paying for it. And I'd go home and I would take a nap. And then I'd go back and pick up my son. And man, oh man, that would make so much of a difference. And this leads me to my second point. A practical strategy you can do is take a nap. And a lot of adults don't nap. And I don't know why, because napping is fantastic. If you can, just try. Even if it's for 10 or 15 minutes. It might be between meetings. Or maybe you sit for 10 minutes at the daycare before you pick up the kids and you snooze. Honestly, I see other parents doing this at the daycare. Their cars are just there and they're just sitting in the cars sleeping or just at least resting and having some downtime. You know, sometimes I take a nap at work and you know what? I learned this from my mom when I think my mom still does it to this day. And I mean, my mom is retiring next year. She takes a nap every single lunch. So if you call her work during lunchtime, they'll be like, I'm sorry, she's napping right now. They actually used to say that. I don't know if they tell other people that, but I guess they know I'm her daughter. So they would tell me all the time. And she had a room and I think she has her eye mask and her pillow, like the whole situation. I don't know. She, I literally remember seeing her do it once when I was younger and I was like, wow. And so for me, sometimes at work on my break, I would just take a nap. I'd set my alarm to make sure I wake back up because, you know, otherwise that nap is going to become a full out sleep. And I would just snooze I'd turn off the lights, close my eyes and go for it. Now, maybe you work in an environment where you can't just nap or you don't have your own room or your own office. And so other times when I was in that situation, I would go in the car and I would drive down to the plaza that was close to me. And I would set my alarm and I'd close my eyes and I'd go for a nap. 
because sometimes your body just needs that little break. Another strategy you can do, and I remember learning this several years ago, is just to go to sleep earlier. So in Ayurveda, which is a mind-body system of healing um, that was created thousands of years ago in India, 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. provides the best quality of sleep. And I remember learning that the hours of sleep that you have before midnight are multiplied. Now, I don't remember what they're multiplied by, but let's just say 1.5 or 2, meaning if you slept 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., those two hours from 10 p.m. to midnight equal more. It's more than two. It's Maybe it's like four or three. I can't remember the exact ratio. But if you were to sleep from 12 midnight to 8 a.m., those hours don't count the same because it happened after midnight. So the quality of sleep reduces. So even if you can only get five hours of sleep, just try getting five hours where the hours start prior to midnight, as early before midnight as possible. And the next tip is to ditch the technology. About 90% of North Americans use an electronic device within an hour of bedtime. And this causes melatonin, which is a hormone that helps us regulate our sleep patterns, to be reduced by up to 50%. This causes us to have difficulty with our circadian rhythm as we're trying to now get to sleep. Again, our body needs those cycles. So we don't want to disrupt the natural ebbs and flows of our body, the natural circadian rhythms of our body that are helping us to get to sleep. Some people do an evening routine where they don't use electronics like an hour before bed, and maybe they just meditate, or maybe they read a book. They just do, maybe they do some stretching or some light yoga. Now, this might not work for everyone, but for other people, maybe that's something you can do. Other things you can do is just sit in a dim room prior to going to bed. So your eyes are starting to get used to the fact that it's time to go to sleep. And you can use the nighttime mode on your devices if you still do want to use a device. The last tip I want to suggest is to start a journal. And I think that this is very helpful when you're trying to track things and just notice differences, whether in your body or in life. Now, I wouldn't necessarily, some people like to journal every single day. And if that works for you, great. And if you want to try that, you can, because there's a lot of value in that. And I do remember doing that at a certain point in life. However, at this stage of life, I don't journal every single day. However, I journal whenever I notice something. So if I notice something good, like if a light bulb idea comes to me, or I notice I'm off balance, or I notice I'm feeling out of sorts, or I notice I'm feeling great, I will just journal about it. And when I journal about it, I just write down the things that I'm noticing at the time. What might be influencing me? whether in a positive way, a negative way. It's just for me to help get awareness of the situation and my current reality. And by journal, I mean write a couple sentences on a Google Doc. I'm over the period of having the super nice notebooks and uh, reading through pages and pages because the point of me journaling is to go back and use that information to help me. And your girl does not have time to be slipping, flipping through you know, notebook after notebook, page after page, trying to figure it out. On a Google Doc, you do control F, you search for what you're looking for, one word, and you'll find it, and you can get the information and move on. So even in this case, I was able to search for rest because I'm like, I know I've already documented in my journal before when I felt tired and what my action plan was to alle to alleviate the tiredness. 
Taliv, right? Not Relieve. Taliv. I think it's Taliv. Anyways, so I went back and I got more information. And so these are the changes that I'm going to make because these are changes that worked for me before. And sometimes you just forget, like you're on a good track, you've made some changes, you're moving forward, and then you go on vacation or you get sick or life gets busy and you just forget the things that you were doing. So I'm going back to drinking matcha tea instead of coffee. I am going to drink more water. My And I'm going back to a 1030 bedtime because when I was doing 1030 bedtimes, I felt fantastic. And sometimes I have to push it, but I'm having a hard stop at 11. And I'm also going to have more veggies again because I realize, again, I've been slacking. This is why it's good to just pause and, like, ask yourself what's going on. Because sometimes, you know, you're blaming the tiredness on on external factors, but it's it could be because of you. Like, you changed things or you stopped doing things. And I think the last thing that I, I know I should do this is to increase my vitamins specifically vitamin d and vitamin b12 now i am just not a vitamin person every time i take them i forget about them the only time in my entire life that i've been consistent with vitamins is when i was pregnant with my son and let me tell you i would wake up at three in the morning and realize i hadn't taken my prenatal and your girl would jump out of bed like a frog and go get that vitamin I on in my whole pregnancy, I think I maybe missed two days. So that for me is truly miraculous. Um, so you know, we're gonna try. We're gonna try that vitamin D. We're gonna try that vitamin B twelve. And uh we're gonna see, we're gonna see if it helps. Because you just gotta try the thing. But you know, as I said, you gotta find what works for you. And I'm not putting too much faith in this one just because I know myself and for whatever reason, me taking vitamins just doesn't really sit well. Like it's much easier for me to eat a ton of vegetables and drink more water than it is for me to remember to take the vitamins. Um, But obviously I can do things to make it easier for me, such as putting it on my bathroom counter, having a water bottle available, um, things like that. So I'll report back. Okay. And then the last thing I want to say is you can't make all of these changes at once. It's not wise and it's not sustainable and it's not even effective. So just choose one thing, whether you want to start with your body and the foods or the water, whether you want to start with the tech, whether you want to start with napping, whether you want to start with going to sleep earlier before midnight, just choose one thing and put it into practice and try it for a couple of days and see if it's making a difference. And then see if you need to tweak it or can you now add on and do a few more things, okay? And and then you keep pausing, you keep re-evaluating, you keep going back to your journal, documenting, assessing where you're at. Again, do you see why self-awareness is so, so important in all things? I will be mentioning it at all times. Now, it's important to know tiredness is a cue. It's an indicator that something in your body is not in balance. So if you're trying these strategies and you don't see a difference, you might need to dig deeper. Maybe there's an imbalance in the foods you're eating, in your vitamins or in your exercise and movement, or your water intake is reduced. So to explore things further, you can work with a health coach or a wellness coach My friend Solange is a great health slash wellness coach, and I'm going to put her link in the show notes so you can talk to her. Maybe you work with a naturopath or a doctor 
or maybe you need to do blood work or change up your diet. So it's worth exploring. And if you need support, then seek out a resource that can help support you. Now for today's call to action, it's all about hyping yourself up. Because the reality is that a part of our adult life is that we are going to be tired at some points in time. There are going to be seasons of tiredness. If you are in a season of tiredness, whether unexpected or expected, sometimes you just got to push through. You got to push through to the anticipated end. And sometimes you got to push through and you don't know when that end is coming. So how can you get through this? One thing I like to do is to sing a little song or, or a little theme song to help me. So you know that theme song? Okay, right? The final countdown. Shout out to my husband, Tarek, who helped me search and find the name of that song. Just so you know, Shazam does not accept humming. Okay, so sometimes you've got to hype yourself up and you just got to tell yourself, okay, I can do this. I can do this. Just got to get to the end of the day. Just got to get to the end of the week. Just got to get to the end of the month. And you just got to push yourself, right? Because that's life sometimes. And you just got to keep showing up. And then there's other times where it's just not sustainable and you need to sit and you need to pause and be like, this is not working. I can't keep going like this. Something's got to give. I've got to make a change. I've got to make a shift. We have some ideas. We have some strategies of things that we can do to improve our tiredness. And you're going to go and you're going to sing that song to yourself and you're going to say, I've got this. I can do this. I'm going to keep showing up. Even if I'm tired, I'm going to keep showing up. So how is it going to feel when you take that step? Okay. You audit your tiredness and you evaluate what can be done about it. I hope it will help you be more informed because you really can't make changes if you don't have the information and the awareness of what's going on. And if you're tired because you're doing too much, give yourself permission to slow down. I want to read a quote from Trisha Hersey. She says that rest is radical because it disrupts the lie that we aren't doing enough. It shouts, no, that is a lie. I am enough. I am worthy now and always because I'm here. That's so powerful. You don't have to do it all. The work, the responsibilities, the tasks, they're always going to be there. So put them down, rest, and pick them back up when you're ready. Trisha also goes on to say, rest is a meticulous love practice. Rest is care. And I'll leave the link in the show notes for her book, Rest is Resistance. Remember, it comes back to self-care and what you're doing for yourself. And I invite you to say today's affirmation with me. I've got this. I'm doing my best. And that's enough. In closing, if you're tired, just know it's okay. Evaluate your season of tiredness. Implement some practical strategies. And if you need to make some shifts, and if you need to seek resources or support to help you, then do what you need to do. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. And if it resonated with you, please shoot me an email and let me know. And I would love if you left a five-star review for this podcast. The other day, I happened to be on somebody else's phone seeing my podcast and three people left five-star reviews and I almost cried because I don't know who those three people are. And it meant so much to me. And so if you're able to leave a five-star review, if this is helping you, if you enjoy it, please do. And share this episode with a friend who's tired. Sharing is caring and you can help make a difference in someone else's well-being just by sending this to them.
Subscribe to my weekly newsletter in the show notes to get more wellness content. This podcast is brought to you by Captivate. And if you're looking to start a podcast, you can have a free trial with Captivate by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, continue to serve yourself, your loved ones, and your community from a full cup.